Ladies and gentlemen, wizards of the world, welcome to the Literary Inc. podcast from under the stairs at the Edgeter Ranch, the quarantine sessions. Wait a minute, this is where Andy puts in the music, right? I just thought we were dancing. Oh, okay, then yeah, who knows? <laughs> Anyhow, so today coming from California is Miss Jess Watt. We're gonna have her on um, the podcast today. We're gonna talk about hogwash. We're gonna talk about Literary Inc. We're gonna talk about some crazy dolls. Um, so it's gonna be a real fun show. And uh, as soon as we get her connected, we're gonna get started. Oh, how are you this week? I'm ready for quarantine to be over. I like being at home more. I'm not saying I don't enjoy being at home. Look, our guest has arrived. Hello, Jess. Hello. Um, The the gentleman to the right, left, or above you, I feel like we're always in the Brady Bunch squares, is Jared. Um, He is, uh, yeah, for real, though, it's kind of wild. You can like, (laughs) just cover my bases. Yeah. Um, And we've got a gentleman behind the curtain named Matt and Andy, who we don't ever get to hear from. He just makes us sound and look really, really awesome. But uh, Jared and Matt are the guys that help me with the podcast. They have a a business called Volume Collective. So they're going to be on here with us today, kind of helping push the program. So how has quarantine been? Uh, (laughs) uh, Weird. Weird. Definitely weird. Gosh, what's today? Is it? It's my 29th, 30th, 56th, isn't it April 704? <laughs> April 14th, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably still. Wait, wait, I know. It's April 1st all over again. Yeah. It's almost been a month, so it's been crazy. I feel like I was going pretty strong. Like the first couple weeks, I was like, oh man, I can like take care of so much stuff. I can clean my house. I can organize. I can do crafts. And then I just ran out of ideas. Now I'm like, uh, have you Netflixed and chilled? Uh, I haven't actually binged anything new on Netflix. I have watched some favorites again multiple times. Um, oh, what are your favorites? Cause one thing I love, I love that you do. And guys, we're going to jump all around all the way around the sun with Jess. Cause I know her a little bit. Uh, but one of the fun, fun things that I love to do is watch your Instagram before and after one of your favorite shows comes on Watching <laughs> during game of Thrones. I just yeah. always wanted to make sure like there was one time that I, I didn't get to see the episode that week. And I was like, I can't watch her stuff, but I want to know what she thinks. And you know, um, so I, I love how you give the like little tidbits of, of movie gestures. Yeah. It's just like, you know, when I get, when I'm really invested in a show and then especially like a show or a movie and it doesn't turn out the way that you wanted it to, I get really like passionate about it. That yeah. didn't happen with game of Thrones for you at all. Did it? Uh, <laughs> I'm there with you. That was terrible. Uh, wait, you watch Game of Thrones, Jared? I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to say spoilers or not. I mean, it's been over for like a year now. Yeah, you can spoil things. Do you believe somebody actually said that Dumbledore died last week on the podcast? I I had no idea. You have to. She like, did. Yeah, you, Jared hasn't read the books, and I think he's only watched two of the movies, so he doesn't know. Thanks, Jennifer. You're welcome, sir. there was a few episodes that i was like real into this last season and then um there was a few things that i was really not into (laughs) um it's wild a lot of people with with game of thrones and i know we're supposed to be talking about all things wizardry but there's wizards on there somewhere um it was i i didn't mind how it kind of i felt like it's like the begin the season one was like oh my gosh holy cow kill him and it's like the last season was just like slowly dripping down to where it's gonna go okay now we're going to the world of real man and there's not gonna be any more battles like this no more yeah i'm just really frustrated that bran ended up being the king i'm like really come on man like i spent like i don't know three seasons talking about how you're like i am no one and i want nothing and then suddenly you're like this is my plan the whole time i actually wanted to be king like what come on (laughs) i love how john ran off into the sunset like you know you have to go do this okay watch me not 
So, well, let's jump back onto the lovely Harry Potter things that we're supposed to jump onto. I've got some fun notes, questions that we got from today. Uh, number one, and I know I just ask everybody this, but will you let everybody know what house you're in? And if you know your Patronus. Yes, um, I am a Hufflepuff. And my Patronus is a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it makes sense. Like it, it does. That's great. Dogs are the best, and it like I should. It should be a, like if you're in Hufflepuff, it should be something along those lines. I feel like. How did you get brought into like the book series? I, I'm assuming it hit you before you were tattooing. Oh yes. Um. So I was actually like the same age as the characters when the books came out. You so were a person. Like the first one, what came out in 1997, and I was 12, and Harry was 11, so it was really, really similar age range. Um, but I kind of boycotted them because everybody was like super into them, and I was like, oh, whatever, this can't be that great. Um, and I think it was after it was either after the third or fourth book came out, my mom for Christmas bought me like a Costco set. And she was like, oh my gosh, everybody says these are great. And so I was like, man, now I have to read them. <laughs> Immediately hooked, like instantly. I couldn't stop. And then, I, and then after that, I was like, I got to go to every midnight release. I got to go to every single movie. Like it was just instantaneously obsessed. Same here. I was a lot older when I came into them, but I ended up making sure, minus the first two movies, I didn't see those in theaters. Um, I started after that, but I got the books. I think I got up to thir the third book read before it finally came out. Um, how long have you been tattooing? I just had my 10 year anniversary. I, I was just, everybody's coming up on that. I was just talking to uh, Eddie about that. And I was like, I said, I, I think it was just last week I was talking because it's me, it's Ebony, it's you, it's Kitty, it's Eddie. Um, I think Betsy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's insane. Um, so golly, that's just insane. Uh, what, what's your favorite book since you got started as they were coming? Like, which one hits you the most? Um. I think my favorite book is Half-Blood Prince. Mm. Um, I really like, I really like character of Slughorn. I really, I always enjoy like a good villain backstory. So I love learning about Voldemort and like where he came from and what his childhood was like and everything. Um, yeah. And I think that book is like very dark, but also very lighthearted and fun and, just a lot of good things happen in it. <laughs> Who's your favorite character and why? Ooh, uh, Luna Lovegood is my favorite character. And I feel like she's so unique and so like unapologetically unique. Like she doesn't necessarily care that she's different. She's super genuine. She is who she is. She's not afraid to be who she is. She's not afraid to be imaginative and, even if people don't believe in the things that she believes in, she's just like, well, yeah, that's your opinion, <laughs> which I like. The first year that you came to Literary Inc., and this is really cool, guys. So Jess has been to all of the shows, um, and we're about to ask her how she found out about the show, but she's been to all of the shows, and she would have been at three and three, three if we would have had three. But uh, how did you find out about Literary Inc.? I mean, I know this story, but. Yeah. So I was at work, and I got a Hogwarts letter and I was like what is this like I didn't know if it was a friend that was just sending me something for fun and I opened it and it like immediately starts out with like dear witch or wizard and I was like what is happening like something's <laughs> happening and then I just like freaked out I'm like was running around the shop telling everyone like oh my god there's gonna be a Harry Potter convention like it's basically the same as getting accepted in Hogwarts. I was so excited. Oh my gosh. And I think I immediately messaged you. It was like, yes, yes. yes. It, was, it was wild because I didn't. Okay. So the way we found everybody from year one is I went on to Hogwarts tattoo on Instagram and I started looking at people who had been doing a lot of Harry Potter themed tattoos and you were like a repeat offender. And so I was like, Oh my gosh. And then I started looking, it looked like you never did conventions. It looked like you rarely left home. Um, so one, one, one fun part of the story for me is that I did not think you would come. 
Um, and I, it was like a long shot in the dark where I was like, I'm going to try this and we'll see what happens. And so when you responded to me, I was like, I looked at my wife and I was like, Oh my God. Um, yeah. you've been a favorite tattooer of mine for a hot minute. Oh. And, uh, one of the cool things I got tattooed by you last year, um, not at the show. She came, you came up a couple days early and, um, I'm really excited. I got the blood pack from fantastic beast. Yeah. From Jess. And then my wife got um, one from her as well, which was a uh, Buckbeak Claw. It looked like a lucky rabbit's foot. Um, it's it's one of my favorite tattoos on her. I love how it ended up landing. But it was a super awesome thing to get tattooed by you and kind of get to hang out with you and find out some of the crazy things you're into, like the lovely parade we've got going on behind you. <laughs> what are the names of those things? Um, so they're Blythe. Most of them are Blythe dolls. Uh, they're from Japan and they're very scary when you first buy them. I don't have any that aren't customized, so I can't really show you like a before and after. Um, but they're just real creepy. And then you can do like an insane amount of customization. So you use like scalpels and sandpaper and glass eye chips. You paint their eyes and you do full on face ups and you change their bodies and clothes and hair and add fake eyelashes it's just a whole how long does it take you to do one because the the luna one back there is totally adorable and i remember seeing the one to the right of her like when you were going through uh universal and i was like i want to steal these photos and use them so all these ones are actually made for me by other people and some of them i've like customized a little bit further um but I mean, it can honestly take, some people can bust them out in like two days. It takes me like a really long time to make one because I'm usually also tattooing and drawing and emailing and blah, 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 you know? So I don't typically finish them very efficiently. <laughs> Has this been the longest break from tattooing that you've had? You know, what's weird is I, it's going to be, but I actually took off a month in January this year. Um, I was kind of going through like a weird rough patch where I just didn't feel like I was, um, dedicating my whole self to tattooing. And like, I just was my, I was burnt out. Um, and I had run up to the end of my bookings and I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to book anybody else. I'm just going to take like some time off so that I can reset, come back into it and like feel motivated and actually do a good job. You didn't know uh, the world planned that for us. Like two weeks before Literary Inc., what was it thinking? I did not know. And uh, if I had known, I would have had this be my month off. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's just going to be 30 days or if we're going to have like, you know, 15 more added to it. What do you think, Jared? Oh, man. No? Okay. I think it's going to be more. Um, don't I wait. I was just joking. Don't say it's going to be more. Please. Yeah, please no. Please no. Not more. What we, so we, California closed, closed, <laughs> like we're Disneyland. Um, California closed on Thanks. March 20th, and we're now until May 1st. So it's over a month. But I'm... Um, fortunate enough to be a Disneyland pass holder and my pass actually expired in April, but they're extending everyone's and they've now extended mine to May 31st. So I feel like that's probably a good indicator that it's not happening sooner than that. Uh, what, what part of California are you in? I'm in Sacramento. That's not, super that's not super close to Disneyland. I know, but I can get like $29 Southwest flights. So it's not a big deal. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What kind of wine are you drinking tonight? Oh, um, it's actually a local winery in Sacramento. They're called Revolution and it's their new rosé. Mm -hmm. See, we should do a drink and draw, Jared. That, that'll loosen up the artist. We'll all be like, now we can draw. We've had a six pack. I felt like super nervous. I don't know why I felt so nervous about this, but it's because like, Jennifer's a bully. So. <laughs> Jared's actually the bully. Don't listen to him. He has been picking on me for forever. Everybody's like, why do you pick on Jared? I'm like, y'all don't see what he does behind the scene, Joe. He's mean. Look at um, He's mean. Look at this. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> 
Uh, we should invite all of our guests to have a drink or something when we do the Especially show. If you have to talk to me for like thirty to forty minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not supposed to agree with that, Jared. So another question. We want to go back to to. So you can also find Jess White on Instagram at Jaw Tattoos. J W T A T T O O S. Um, Jared's looking her up right now. Um, and, and one thing I did not know until like last week when you posted something. So I've seen you play guitar and I've seen you play piano. I know you sing. I mean, you're just like artistically talented. What, any other instruments? Kazoo, kazabal? I don't know what's going on. Um, I can play the ukulele. Oh, uh, I think that's it. I mean, I used to play the recorder when I was in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. I, I got caught up on The Walking Dead. I'd missed the last two seasons of The Walking Dead. And um, like literally in three days, all I was doing was binge painting, Walking Dead in the background. And there was this new episode and it brought out all these musical instruments that this guy had apparently been collecting and carrying them around in the van for forever. It was crazy. But when I saw you playing piano, I was like, oh my gosh, does she play like seven instruments? So just four. That's cool. Just, just only four. four. And I'm not that good at them. I just sort of like sprinkle a little here and there. I think that a lot of artists have those kind of talents. So, you know, we're all kind of spread thin, like all artists. And then you'll see what's been focused on and that you're like, oh, look at that. That's like above and beyond. That's probably where the focus is at. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have sent us a couple of your uh, Harry Potter tattoos. We're going to show the world now and kind of discuss them a little bit. Ones that you have done. Yes. Yeah. Ones that she has done. A little Niffler action. I'm loving that. And I'm assuming you did the hat as up top, correct? Oh, I did. That's right. I didn't even realize that that was in the photo. So um, this is on my friend Celeste. And she's just sort of getting like a collection of Harry Potter pieces on her arm yeah and she always just lets me do whatever I want she's just like I want a hat I want a niffler I want the snake you know and so she's just like I don't really know what else to tell you just do whatever you want to do um and that was the first and still only niffler that I've done I'm I was supposed to do one at literary ink um and she the, the girl who's gonna get it uh, has been awesome enough to just like leave her deposit on hold so whenever we can have the show uh, yes, we will be getting dates as soon as we can. I promise all of you guys uh, getting right now in touch with yeah. the convention center is just a lot of emails going back and forth. So hang in there. We will be doing that. So I'm excited because you've, you've come to all the years and I know that last year um, there's kind of this thing called the hogwash crew. We let mm -hmm. Bessie explain a little bit about what the hogwash crew is. And um, it's a uh, man, you know what? There's a rosé wine called hogwash and I should have got that and drink that <laughs> and we've got really great shirts on tonight so I have my 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 kind of dark mark being called shirt on oh yeah and then I see a little 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 Harry and, Potters. Harry and the Potters all the fun stuff Jared what what shirt are you wearing? oh no just a hoodie okay cool I thought he was gonna like unzip it and be like blam no, you know, we've, we've joked about, no, not really joked about anything. Yeah. He's, <laughs> should get you a Harry Potter shirt. Je and that's what I was going to say. Jennifer needs to get me a few shirts. So I yeah. have like 10,000. Um, Matt, would you go back to that tattoo real quick? Um, Jennifer or Jess, I'd like to see which of you could be the first to do a Neffler Flava Flav mashup tattoo. Oh my gosh. That'll be her all day long. I didn't Betsy do one? Like she did one where you had like a big old gold chain. Oh my gosh. I think you're wrong. Oh, there you <laughs> um, go. Might already I, exist. You, you had the wrong you had the wrong hardwalk version. So um y'all decorated booths last year. Um, and did some fun stuff. And this year, I, rumor has it, I've, 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 I've not gotten much rumor of what y'all are doing this year, but I heard it's pretty elaborate. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it. <laughs> You're not? No, that's okay. good. Secrets, you know, yeah. keep secrets. Jennifer needs coaching on um, keeping I secrets. I do need coaching, but, but I was kind of hoping for it for a little bit. But yeah, I, I was, I was informed. I got like a little tiny 
a tiny tidbit and I'm like, I can't wait to see what the heck y'all are doing. Cause I know you do graphic design as well. Um, cause when we went to, so Jess was one of the artists that was with us at Leaky this year, which was just like, Oh, amazing. Um, and I know that we'll be doing more leakies in the future. We've got Orlando this year and Colorado this year, if everything still happens. Um, but that was kind of an exciting time. And you made our little, uh, our backdrop. I wish we had a photo of it. Actually, uh, Matt, you can find it on her Instagram of Cody dresser running through it. That was, yes it was like uh, you and Betsy were holding it and he ran through it I was like that's like so awesome it was such a fun like punched me in the face when he did that that's not good you're not supposed to be punched by your friends hear it in the background because it's like slow motion and you just hear like what (laughs) like me (laughs) that was like a fun time um goodness gracious what was your favorite thing from year one and year two Oh, wow. Uh, Literary Inc. Mm -hmm. Year one, honestly, was uh, just meeting everybody. Um, So I had only done a couple really small conventions in the past, and it was always with other people from my shop. And so this was the first one that I was going to by myself. So I was really nervous. And the first person that I ran into was Betsy. Um, and we were like Instagram friends we had never met. And she, when she saw me, she like screamed my name and like ran up and hugged me. And I was like, Oh my God, I feel like I've known you for forever. And then it was like that with pretty much everybody that I met. They were all just so, so nice, so talented, so humble. It was like definitely the best convention that I'd ever been to. Um, so yeah, that was my favorite part about year one. Oh, and the food. The food was like out of control. Did you, you came to the, did you come to the Thursday night dinner that we had? Okay, I thought so. Yeah, and that vegan like food truck that you had out front. Oh man, I ate there every day. It was so good. We were trying to get her back, but she's actually opening up a, a restaurant in town and she's selling oh, her food her. truck. Yeah, so um, it'll still, yeah, I was talking to her about all the bits and pieces because year two, we lost the food and that was the biggest thing that kind of, you know, but we've been working on it and we're going to have a version of it for year three. Um, we had it kind of, it was, it, we have something in, in play, so it's a little bit more because I keep talking about having dragon tail again and, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, the food is definitely, I mean, I'm a Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. The food's important. Oh, yeah. We need snacks. <laughs> definitely um, need snacks. My favorite thing about year two, um, I really liked just the co- like the cosplay contest. I liked seeing everybody in costume. Everybody, like, did really well. They turned it up like this past year. We we did one with we did like a wizard attendees, and then one thing that I've realized is uh, at these shows a lot of the artists there's no time for the artists to do anything, or there's no anything special. So we were like, let's just do for both, and it was wild because when I looked at the lines for the wizard attendees, I was like, that's the biggest line we've ever had. Yes, it's only year two, but anyway. And then we saw, then another one came up because I thought that was everybody. No, all the artists came up afterwards and it was, it wasn't as big of a line, but it was really big. And I was like, you have got to be flipping kidding me. And everybody looked great. Um, Scotty Munster's wife, I think her Instagram is Miss Kitty Noor. That was insane. (laughs) Oh, it was nuts. Um, We'll have to get Matt to find a photo that he took of her um, because holy, that was just she won too. I think, I think she, yeah, she won. So, um, sorry, Matt, uh, let's bring back up the, uh, the, yes, the photos of her tattoos so we can talk about them for a few minutes. We got, we got jumpy aroundy a little bit. Oh, so this Luna, I remember when you first posted it. Uh, so. Uh, so that is on me. It's on. Oh my- yes. By Kelly. By Kelly Doty. Um, it's just the greatest. <laughs> I love the little quibbler in her hands. Um, so Kelly was with us for year two. Yeah. Um, and just, I love just the little bitty bunny that Luna is. Oh, so yeah, yeah. She did such a good job and I was so stoked. She actually did a guest spot in Sacramento and I caught it a few days late, like her announcement that she was coming. So I was like, there's no way, there's no way she's going to have appointments available. But I messaged her anyway and I was like, I want, a little of good you can take up as much space as you want you can do literally whatever you want I don't care 
I just want Luna. And sure, like assistant wrote back and was like, Luna's her favorite character. She'll do it. And I didn't get to see anything until the day of. I had no idea what I was getting. And then when she showed it to me, I was like, wow, ah, it's perfect. That, that seems to be the going right. Jessica got tattooed at year two by her and she got a, an adaptation of the spider in the fly book. Yeah. And it was just seeing that piece getting done, seeing the piece at the end of it, seeing it, you know, years later, I'm just like, whoa. And the same thing. It's like, you don't get to see anything until the day of the show. You have it on. Come here, show it off. Oh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see it. She's oh. so good. She did a McGonagall that year too. And it was like out of control. You can and just come on in here. I have to just show it on the side. She's going to let, let everybody see it. Sorry. She's dipping in the room. So who were you saying about McGonagall? Oh, I'm like Kelly tattooed a, a McGonagall a year two also. And the, the McGonagall was like so Insane. good. God, it's, it's been wild to see how much talent has come through the show. Um, that still kind of gets me. Uh, we, we, every time we come back, we end up talking about like how many women we have there, how talented the show is and how everybody's really, really sweet. Oh, it's the cutest little mandrake. Little so this one is from um, Jess, guys. It's 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 just a little cutesy little, almost like a little Cupid Mandrake. Yeah, it's um, on my friend Emily. Um, yeah, and she loves plants. Um, and she just wanted like a really, like got little tears in its eyes. She just wanted like a little chubby, like, and like want to pinch Mandrake. <laughs> I, that was one of my favorites uh, from from the second book in the second movie was just the little screaming mandrakes like that scene and Neville. Oh gosh, yeah, he's, just like he's such I a love, character. I love the little like red hands and feet on this critter. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's just like, oh, she just looks so sad. Like, why did you put me out? <laughs> uh -huh. Here oh. comes Jessica. So this is what she got for year two because we, we, we love the illustration stuff and comes from, there we go, the spider and the fly book. So oh, you're so seeing cool. the, the spider hold up a bottle cap and the reflection of the fly is in it. So there's a lot behind, I mean, you know how many tattoo stories you have. There's a lot behind this one for Jessica. And one of my favorite parts is this little uh, apple. It's just like an apple and a banana. Um, just kind of rottened out there with, with the bits. Oh yeah! Oh, there we go. Sorry, she's like collecting. So this is the one That's from Jess on, on on my lovely Jessica. Oh, uh, you smell good. I know. All right. Enough of that. I know. Mommy's working. Um. So sorry. There we go, Matt. You're like all over this. Yeah. Oh man. Let's see. Yay. Oh, yeah. So this is the one that you did on you and Kelly, correct? So I would say that this is probably after the tattoo that Kelly Doty did on me. Um, this is my favorite Harry Potter tattoo that I have. And it's on my best friend, Kelly Hill, <laughs> and, uh, and me. It's on our ankles. And we actually had the idea after the second year of Literary Inc. She always comes to Literary um, with me and she's like part of the family now. She doesn't tattoo, but she just like hangs out with all of us. She, and she brings the coffee and that's, that's important. It's very important. Yeah. She the coffee and she brings like the fire and she like runs the booth. She's just <laughs> the best. Um, yeah. And then we just were talking about like, man, we really need matching Harry Potter tattoos. And I said, Oh, we should get the vanishing cabinet because they're like always connected and they form a passage and that's like what the, um, the spell means. It's like a passage that's always connected. And I was like, it's like a really good friendship tattoo because <laughs> we're always together. <laughs> that's badass. Um, I enjoyed yeah. year one. Uh, so year one was since it was a little bit smaller, um, we got to have a little bit, a few more intimate moments. And after the show, we all stayed, or not all of us, but I think there was about 20 of us that went to the Tennessee Aquarium um, and it was just like those, those moments that keep happening. Um, we always do something different at the shows where we try to have a different opening knot or a different ending, you know, at the end of year two, we went to universal, which was just crazy. And you were not supposed to be going, but you did some crazy shit and you showed up anyway. Kelly and I both were not supposed to go. And then we were staying with like a group of people at the show. And I mean, everyone was just like, 
peer pressuring us. And so I was like, whatever, let's just do it. And so I canceled my flights home. And then I bought like some janky, cheap flights <laughs> so that I could go one day to Orlando with Kelly and then we could come home and we flew. I can't remember where we flew, but it was not great. <laughs> but it was photo. I mean, you made the important photo. Yes. It was good. And we got, we had two days there where we got all the, the artists on the bridge. And that was just, I, once again, another surreal moment for me where I'm kind of like, Hey everybody, let's all tattoo together for three days. Then let's go hang out in university for three days. And people came and I was like, what oh, is happening? it was, it was fun it's something I think that's been needed in the community for a long time. You know, a lot of tattooers, this is my town. I'm in there. You can't tattoo my clients. People are becoming collectors. You got to get past that one person, six people, 16 people in one shop cannot tattoo a whole town. That's this size or definitely not the size of yours. Yeah, no. And like, I have clients too that will say stuff like that. They're like, I cheated on you. And I'm like, no, you should definitely get tattooed by other people. Like I, number one, can't do all of the ideas that you want. And like, I want you to collect stuff from other people that you like. You don't have to only get tattooed by me. Like I collect tattoos from multiple people. So why shouldn't everybody else? I have a couple more questions. I'm going to ask one and then I'm going to let Jared play this game that he keeps talking about. Um, but uh, how does your Hogwarts house play a role in your life as a tattooer? Oh, wow. That's a tough question. I know, right? Gracie gave it to me last week and I said, I'm going to ask everybody that. Such a good question. Well, Hufflepuffs are like really honest and loyal. Um, and I feel like I'm very forthcoming with my clients. Um, I know some people don't really like it when I tell them that I don't particularly want to do this their ideas um but i've had experiences in the past early early in my tattoo career and even before i was tattooing where i got tattooed by somebody and now having done it i know looking back at that tattoo that they didn't really want to do it so they didn't really put their all into it and i don't want to i don't want to like half-ass somebody's tattoo like i really want to be passionate about it and actually be excited to do it because it's permanent no, I agree. So, yeah. And I yeah. think that connection that you have with the client, the client, you know, tattoo experience when it's like you both are into this thing, it makes it that much cooler when it's like, Oh my gosh. And I added these two pieces and you're like, Oh, that was the coin from chapter three, book five. Um, and it just makes it that much cooler. So, yeah. all right, Jared, it's your turn to talk again. Uh, let's play a game. Let's play a game. This Let's doodle. Saw, is it? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I'm like really nervous about this. No, no. It's just silly doodle time. Okay. You're going to doodle. I'm going to talk. All right. It's, you know, we're going to treat it like a fun tattoo session, not like a hardcore serious whatever tattoo session. Okay, we're going to treat it like a serious section. Set, set, well, set. a little serious. We're going to, let's, let's doodle serious, being serious. <laughs> just, serious. Just any kind of serious. Yeah, serious. And I just need yeah. a picture of him I already have drawn. <laughs> That's, That's cheating. cheating. <laughs> no. We don't tolerate cheaters around here. Never. Yeah. Okay. For those of you, for those of you who are just listening, <laughs> you need to tune in to see some of this background. Yeah. Join us on the Patreon where you can watch this nonsense. Five bucks a month. <laughs> um, I've got to draw now, Jared. I mean, okay, I'm, you draw. Focus. Well, Jess. Uh, we're we're coaching Jennifer on some things and she didn't quite introduce us properly but if she had I would have told you that we have a mutual friend. Oh my gosh, do we? Yes. I'm so sorry. No, no it's okay Jennifer. It's no, okay. I mean, you're you're getting better. Oh my goodness. You can ask my wife I'm horrible at introductions. I apologize. Seriously, ask the wife I'm horrible at introductions. Go ahead. Uh, so I actually spent most of my life living in California. 
And uh, one of my friends lives up in Sacramento, and her name is Amanda Bellamy. Oh, you know Amanda? Mm-hmm. How cool. I've talked to her a couple of times. She's come in. I know. She's yeah. so nice. Yeah. She's so I met her back in 2012. I helped my friend shoot her wedding. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so do you, you do photography? Mm-hmm. Does he do photography? It's about to get interesting. Let me introduce you to uh, who you're talking to. This is Jared. And Jared, would you like to tell her who you get to shoot photos of? Oh my God. Okay, it's about to get real. No. It is, actually. I take, cool. I take pictures of Jennifer and like other people here in town. That's it. And, it's not cool. Yeah. And, no. Jennifer, I think she's alluding to my past. I used to work with a lot of bands, so. Did you work with a couple bands? (laughs) Yeah. um, I got involved mainly in, like, the alternative and punk rock scene. So I've worked with bands like Rise Against and Blink and We Found Glory. And I've worked with... I haven't heard any of them. You haven't? Some of those are radio bands. Yeah, I'm not... You've never heard of... Have you heard of uh, music? <laughs> I have. Yeah, I've, I've watched her play guitar and piano. I've heard of music. Do you, Jess, do you do original stuff? Um, I, I do, but all of the songs that I have that are original, I wrote like 10 years ago. So they're real sad. And like, yeah. Like staring. Super at swoopy, me. swoopy bangs emo. Just so sad. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's I'm that's sure. good stuff. I do love sad music. I love a good a good sad song. Who's one of your favorite sad artists? Um, currently, Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad. She's very sad, um, and it's wonderful. Actually, that's become <laughs> kind of a sad hobby of mine during quarantine is I just get a glass of wine and I watch live videos of my favorite musicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute, I saw you doing that a, a week or so ago, didn't I? Like we're, this is, this is, there's been a lot of uh, musicians getting on during this quarantine and doing some fun stuff and getting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's been really cool to see a lot of these musicians doing little sets and things like that. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, Jess, have you listened to uh, David Bazan or Pedro the Lion? I have listened to Pedro the Lion, but not the first one that you listed. Da- David is the singer from Pedro oh. the Lion, and his music is very sad. And uh, the same friend I helped shoot Amanda's wedding, I helped shoot a different wedding, and the bride told him at the beginning of the day that she had this musician uh, from a band playing at her reception and he didn't know who it was. And he's like, but my assistant works with bands. He might know. And I leaned around the corner and she told me that David Bazan was playing her reception. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm like a huge fan. This is amazing. And so I got to go up and introduce myself when I saw him and then I, I was like, I got to ask, uh, what are you doing here? And he's like, right. He's like, yeah, they came to one of my house shows and they asked me to play their wedding. And I asked them, uh, you've heard my music before, right? <laughs> Cause it's just sad. And you're like, why do you want that at your wedding? But you know, to each their own. Yeah, so. I mean, I are you doing okay with this drawing? Cause I, I'm, I'm like, woo. Oh yeah not going well um, oh it's okay we'll do another like two minutes and we'll call it so don't worry what? okay geez i really need to get on, get on. <laughs> um but jess uh bo- jess were you born and raised in california i was i was born and raised in sacramento i've lived basically in the same neighborhood my whole life wow so i i i popped in and out of sacramento uh, in like the late nineties, early two thousands with some of my friends bands. And it always, for me, uh, had like a bad taste in my mouth, oh, no. uh, but, 
but then in like 2013 or so, my friend played a festival there and I went a few days early and we spent a few days. It was called, it was called Joshua Fest. Oh, okay. Yeah. And him and I spent a few days bumming around and I ended up really enjoying Sacramento. Yeah. Um, we found like some cool neighborhoods that had like a cool, like vegan restaurant in the house and like a record store too. And we just, we got to see like a different side of Sacramento and I was like, Oh, this is pretty great. So. Yeah. I love it. I feel like it definitely got a bad rap um, for a while. And it was, I mean, to be honest, like growing up here, it's pretty boring. Um, mm-hmm. But I love it now. Like, our food scene is... Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. We, I mean, like, I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, but we're, like, the farm-to-fork capital of the nation, which is kind of crazy. Um, that is crazy. Yeah. And now you guys have wine, apparently. <laughs> wine. We've got... So that's good. In food, we've got... Uh, I'm going to need, like, two more hours, Jared. I know. Right? Mm, one more, one more minute. I, I'll give you the same warning I give my kids before I move them on to the next activity. One more minute, guys. Oh, this is the worst. You're gonna see like basically the mapping of what a place looks like before I do a lot of stuff to it. <laughs> Great. I'm trying to make him look angry because he's serious. So serious. Very upset. And I don't know what his tattoos look like. I forget. I'm having like brain block. I think there's like a plus and like division sign and like I think like the the logo for that band Soundgarden and Does he have words? I don't know. I'm just gonna like make up uh, yeah, I think they're uh I think they're Miley Cyrus lyrics. Oh man! I was at a tattoo convention in Nashville, and I was making a joke and had no idea that Miley Cyrus was a in town or b playing that night or the best yet ever see that her drummer was right fucking beside us. And I was making some serious, you know, making fun of some Miley Cyrus because it was just funny because somebody mentioned something and I felt pretty stupid afterwards when I'm like, man, because she's actually a pretty decent singer with some bits there. Okay, so my serious is starting to look like, like the, like the beast, like after he turns into a prince. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm sending mine. All right, yeah, Jennifer, send it over to Matt. It's pretty much just a stick person. Oh, well, we know, yeah, we know you need a little more time. It's okay, Jennifer. Hey, did you hear that? That Rupert is pregnant? No, I didn't. I yes. don't know who that is. I'm not talking to you. Oh, sorry. Yes, you hear that Rupert's pregnant? Rupert Brent? Yeah, him and his girlfriend. They're oh. making a Weasley. Oh. You didn't know? Are you serious? Whoa, that's cool. Yep. I'm excited to see, like, you know, if it gets to play in a Harry Potter movie in the future. I don't know what his girlfriend looks like. I pulled up a photo of her and it wasn't what I was expecting, but you know, you never know with people cause you got some people who just have tops and you got some people who don't. And well, we don't really know them in real life. Cause all I keep thinking is he's supposed to be with Emma Watson and mm-hmm. that's just, not. well, okay. So <clears throat> funny that you bring up Emma Watson. Have you seen the new circulating rumors that, um, her and, I think that started kind of like a little bit when we were at Leaky. Like it started before they've they've had a lot of stuff around that, and she's made uh, she's made jokes about it for forever. But she ended up doing an interview, and um, she said like I think she gave herself a new name or something where she said she was calling herself like it wasn't single. She was dating herself or something like that, and just got flack from it because she goes, "I'm just taking the time right now to learn about who I am and." do some of the things that I've wanted to do before I kind of, you know, try to have to find a something or a mate. And I was like, that's really wild. Um, I bet that if, if they do, if they are together, cause I know that he said, I think that he said that she's moved in his neighborhood. So, oh, well, that's a, I know. Right. Um, but Who is I, this guy? 
Draco. And who? Hermione. Emma Watson. Yeah. So I know, right? Well, at the very beginning, she had a crush on him because he was about two years older than all of them, but everybody else had a crush on her, and she actually dated Neville for a little bit. Did she? Good, good move. Yeah. Early on, I think it was kind of one of those like first crush, like, oh, we're about to sleep. And that's about it. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He he seems kind of, uh, he seems like an interesting fellow. He got a major blow up. Um, well, before we move on to our trivia, pencils down, we'll have you send that over to Matt. Okay, let me just make his hair dark. <laughs> Also, my is in purple. I literally stick figure. Like, you know, it's oof. He definitely looks um, slightly effeminate. That's okay. um, And kind of like a Disney prince, so. See, she, she mashed up. You didn't even have to ask her. It's like a Disney, you know, universal mashup right there yeah it's gonna look like the mona lisa or something beautiful so i'm emailing it yes okay yeah over to matt oh boy boom boom mine's pretty bad i don't even want to show it mine is That's that's what she said i think if i was doing pictionary i think people would at least know maybe what i I've actually never um, emailed from directors on my iPad, and I don't know Matt's email. I'm like failing. Uh, he put it in the chat if that helps, but it's matt at volumecollective.com. So, what Volume Collective is, I'll take this time while Jeff is taking an additional couple of minutes to finish your stuff. Um, we have two gentlemen that, that have created Volume Collective, which is Jared and Matt. And they have been, um, what do we call y'all? Y'all's mainline, y'all mainline's creative Creative team. There you go. Um, So they've been doing a lot of things with us. Uh, Everybody got to meet Matt at year two of Literary Inc. He was the photographer running around who literally never stopped. Um, At the end of it, I was just kind of in shock of how much he was there, actually. So Matt, kudos to you. and then we got to meet Jared afterwards because he ended up knowing Danny and Matt and they all kind of columbled together and then it's turned into a podcast. It's turned into what we're going to be doing for Literary Inc. year three and three quarters and some other fun stuff. But uh, they're a really awesome creative team and I'm really excited to kind of talk about it because a lot of tattooers, I think that, you know, some of us have, okay, here's the level of what I do every day. Here's this, here's this. And just kind of having an, another team that's not tattooers kind of brought into the, uh, the, the shop has turned new ideas that I don't directions and stuff. So I think it's really great to kind of get with other creative minds that aren't just tattooers, um, just because you're going to see things from different perspectives and it's been real fun to work with you, um, Matt. It's been real fun. Just with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. Well, like you said, I think, uh, I think sometimes people need that outside perspective. Um, you know, just to help illuminate even what they might already be thinking. Sometimes when you're just talking to people you work with, it's a little challenging to, I don't know, take what they're saying. So sometimes bringing that outside eye. When I was right out of, or I guess I was finishing college, uh, my friend and I tried to start a nonprofit called Outside Eye. uh, And (laughs) my friend drew us a t-shirt and it had... Uh, me holding like a bunch of balloons, like at Disneyland, but all the balloons were like eyeballs and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> like you. Hey, um, Jess, if you weren't tattooing, what would you be doing? Wow. Right. Um, well, before I tattooed, I did photography. Um, and I, I probably would still be doing that. That's what I thought I was going to do. Um, I went to school for some science stuff, wasn't into it, switched over to photography. Um, and then I was doing a lot of weddings and senior photography and then also food photography, which is what I really wanted to get into. Mm. Uh, and then I just got asked by a tattoo shop to take some photos. And while I was there, 
one of my friends was with me and they were like, why don't you tattoo? You like meeting people and you like to draw. And I was like, oh, that would be cool. Uh, and then one of the artists was like, oh, well, our apprentice just quit. Like, if you can actually draw and you're interested, you can talk to the boss. And I was like, oh, really? You did not have an apprenticeship that just fell into your lap. Kind of did. Un- yeah, I got really lucky. <laughs> I got really lucky. Yeah, Corey did this, the same thing. Like, he was getting tattooed by a girl, and he worked in construction, and the housing market tanked. And he was just kind of, like, griping to her about the fact that he lost his job. And she was like, oh, well, you went to art school, right? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, why don't you just let me teach you how to tattoo? And he was like, okay. Insane. We got really lucky. Uh, And y'all recently, I guess not as recent, recent, but y'all opened up a, uh, a new outlet, right? Yeah, we opened a barbershop and salon. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, we brought our friend, the girl that I tattooed the mandrake on. Um, uh, Corey's been tattooing her for a really long time. We were the friends, and so we brought her over um, to kind of like run it and like spearhead it. And like, I didn't really know anything about barbershops or salons, and neither did Corey. So we're really lucky to have her so that she could kind of be like, this is what you should do, and this is how it works. And we're like, okay. <laughs> what is the new shop called? Um, that is called Revelry, and everybody in Sacramento calls it The Rev. Oh, that's awesome. Good. And then our tattoo shop is Reclamare, so it's like Reclamare and Revelry. <laughs> both both super easy to say got it yeah no i mean they're so Roll hard off the top. crazy ambitious names that we chose but yeah like the rural juror <laughs> <laughs> the rev is at least easy to <laughs> yes That's very true. and if you get nicknamed something that you've named something that means you're doing something right mm-hmm. yeah All right, well, let's play some trivia. It's going to be really easy if you know Harry Potter. I'm going to lose. I played some really, really difficult Harry Potter trivia where I felt felt like not good enough fan. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll we'll show you. Uh, Jennifer, you'll take the first question. Ready? Ready. Okay. Mistletoe? is often infested with what magical creature? Nargles. See? You ready, Jess? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're right. All right, Jess. What are the last three words in the Harry Potter book series? What? (laughs) What? I haven't read the last book in forever. Okay, wait. Let me think. What? It's not all was well. All was well. <laughs> all was what? Well. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Uh, okay. I can guess myself. I was like, that's just, I don't know. I just didn't believe that I knew the answer. <laughs> Same here. I was sitting there going, nope, it doesn't have anything to do with always. Wait, it is. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead. Cool, I'm ready. Uh, okay, Jennifer, what is Bellatrix's maiden name? Really? Have you seen? No, you probably haven't seen. Have you seen the Sisters Black, the little thing on TV? Where, did you look nope. it up? Did you watch it? Either what? of you? Not you. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. You should. It's really good. She did good with it. Black, Jared, black, red, okay. purple. Uh, Jess, what does Dumbledore tell Harry that he sees in the mirror of Erised? Is that how you say? Isn't it like like woolen socks? Yeah. Wow. All right. I'm going to ask one more question. You two, first one to know it can just sort of buzz in and give the answer. Yeah, there you go. Buzz. Who takes the place of the fat lady at the entrance to Gryffindor's common room? Second. 
What was that? <laughs> I could. I, all I heard was blah blah blah. blah. Eric Duggan, the knight, the crazy guy. There you go. Awesome. Wow, Jennifer got her butt kicked. I mean, oh. she knew it. She just you knew it. No? Do you want me to show you some of my memorabilia? I think. Yeah. You would you Would you hold one of those dolls close to the camera so everyone could see? Yeah. I meant to ask that earlier. I want to grab the one with the Luna hat, but she's like very precarious, so I'm gonna. Grab <laughs> I'm gonna first grab this tiny one. She's easier to do. So this is a little tiny one. She's got a Toontown pin. I don't know. Oh. Y'all has a wand. In the back. Um, These are insane. Are you, like the the little details, the eyeballs, the fact that you paint this crap, it is insane. So she's got her little love good replica hat. And actually, the girl who made this hat, she came to um, uh, LeakyCon. And I don't remember her Instagram handle. Now I feel, I think it's like Simona. Simona Sewing Works, and she's on Etsy. She makes full-size replica Luna Love Good hats, and she made me a doll-size one because she's the best. Um, That's intense. A tiny Marauder's map, and she has a tiny Elder one. Let me pull it out. Look at it. It's so cute. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're great. And their eyes changed. Okay, I'm going to take her hat off just to show you guys this little thing. It's pretty crazy. So, like, their eyes closed, and then Yikes. they change. There's four. Isn't it creepy? <laughs> amazing. Wow. Creepy in that it's watching me at not kind of way. No, we're good. <laughs> I, they're always on. I just named this one. I feel like I've had her for, like, a month and a half, and I felt like... I, I would be like working and I would look up and I sincerely felt like she was mad. Like she was just staring at me. Like, <laughs> you better name me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think Matt finally got my job um, the old fashioned way. You uh, showing that Marauders map. Uh, I want us, if we can pull this up to, to give you a quick plug, the uh, sweatshirt that you have on your Instagram page, that thing I just saw and I was like, well, this sucks. I'm going to have to buy this for my wife. And yep. not, in, not that that's a bad thing, but I'm saying like the fact that it's sold out and might come back. And I am going to make more. Um, I'm making them by hand. Um, so I have a, a vinyl cutter and I individually like weed out the design. And then I have like a massive heat press. So I only sold as many as I felt like I could feasibly finish, but um, I'm actually talking to somebody that's local um, that's going to help me more mass produce them so that I can they do were it. great. I love the, the, the moon. It's work. so good. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so smart and, and yeah, I love you know, so much. yeah, so there are those, there are those items, because my wife is a, a huge Harry Potter fan. Um, there are those kind of things that, like, when I see them, I just instantly know she would love this. And I was just like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, I was really sick about how they came out. and. Oh, man. They're beautiful. I think, I think you could easily sell tons of them. <laughs> When we finally get to year three, make sure you stop by the the her booth. She's got a there's 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 five people that stand out in my head so much from the literary ink that they have like literally a level of how merchandise looks on a table and it just looks really good. It's very welcoming, and uh, you do a job. Me too. Like they were going to be part of my little merch that I sold at the show, um, and then I have a handful of other things that I haven't released that I'm saving. So I'll definitely. Yeah of those with me now but you know with the quarantine yeah, awesome it's like, oh, something. <laughs> yeah do you have any other big plans for quarantine time uh i've been watching westworld 
I haven't seen season three. I got caught up with the rest of it. I loved what they did with season one. They kept you guessing every time you thought you were about to understand something. You weren't. Uh, I do really like season three so far. So I've been doing that. Um, what else? We just released like a big giveaway today. So people should check that out. I'm giving away like, it's a bunch of people who normally would have gone to Literary Inc. And, um, or LeakyCon. And so we're like giving away a bunch of prizes pins and awesome. whatnot so that was like a cool big thing and then just making finishing all the orders that i that i took in making those maybe learning some new songs uh-huh. I'm, I'm i'm still waiting for the 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 date that we get to go back counting down i've got a calendar where it's got jessica's dates and my dates and i'm just marking them off what do you guys until in Tennessee, they have they they went. He in, it was the fifteenth, and then he pushed it to the thirtieth. And I'm still, I I believe the way that they kind of let people come in and the way that they let people go out. So I'm I'm kind of thinking they're saying the first of May or something loosely, but I'm wondering if we're going to be middle of May or if they're going to say okay, so everybody's back to being open, but these places need to trickle back open. I don't I don't know. They haven't quite got their shit figured out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not to talk about politics. Bummer. It's okay. Well, then I'll just move us into doodle time. Let's talk about our doodles. Let's bring up Jess's doodle. You literally you chose the hardest thing. Why? Why would you choose a person? You're telling me like, oh, yeah. it's just your own. It's just your own take. There's there's no judgment here. Yeah, for real. This, my, this my is awesome. Dick. So that's great. I definitely see, I see the Disney prince, but you know what? Maybe that's how you see him. You know, that's cool. I'm I'm fully expecting to see you finish this now. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm on the podcast on this day. (laughs) No, I like it. And, and I mean, for not remembering his tattoos, uh, I feel like that seems pretty accurate. You know, yeah, you would tell me that sign really helped. I like had some weird other. <laughs> I was just guessing and stuff. So, no, that's great. Well, thank you for playing our game with just those few. I mean, I know it's hard to to do something on the spot. Oh, hi, Jennifer. Hey, Where's Jens? I gotta see Jens. It's just a stick figure. Uh, yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Matt. <laughs> Or was this Jared's uh, idea? <laughs> no, no. That's what you drew. It, See? <laughs> that's not what you drew. That's a it lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer's that good. I'm just that fast, but I'm not easy anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just for those not watching, Jess uh, is stunned. I am stunned. That's all we're gonna say. You have to. You actually have to. You have to be a check it out. See what just happened. <laughs> um, I should have dropped Jared's idea. By the way, I didn't think about that. I should have just drawn him as the Grim. It would have been so much easier. That's like next time. Serious. It's when he's a dog. Like I'm the Grim. Yeah. All right, so we, we're, we're nearing the very end of our show, and one thing I always like to do at the end is ask you guys if you have any questions for me. Oh. Ooh. Well, I already know that you're a Hufflepuff. That's true, with a Slytherin Ryzen. Oh. Um, I actually am, I took that percentage test, and I am the least amount Slytherin. But my best friend is a Slytherin. When when I took the test, I was least, I I think it was Hufflepuff. And then it went to, uh, when it was that test, it went to Gryffindor and a little bit of Ravenclaw. And it was, it was the least on Slytherin too. But for the most part, I seriously feel like a Hufflepuff until I get pissed off. And then I'm kind of like all Slytherin. So that makes sense. Um, I think one cool thing about the books is uh, the different houses show you that at different times, we're all a part of that. I mean, you know, there's so many fan theories that, 
Um, the original, the, the golden trio were also meant to be in these houses and these are the houses they would have been in. And I think that's one of the fun parts where all the fans and the fan fiction. And when I have you in front of me with others, cause we're going to kind of bring in some of the hogwash people in the aquarium room at this year's show. We'll talk some more about that. Cause I know you got a lot of knowledge on that. Yeah. Um, what's your Patronus? Uh, a sparrow hawk. Ooh. No, cool. she's making that up. It's an inchworm. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it? I don't know who to believe. <laughs> wow, hold on a minute. Me. Why no. would I lie to you? You're an inchworm. Only because you asked a couple weeks ago, man. Um, one time I took it before and it was like some black mare and I was like, I don't know if I'd be a horse. And then when, when they came back out where she's like, redo the test and stuff, Gracie took hers and it made her a Ravenclaw and she was like, I'm still a Hufflepuff. And I took mine and I was still a Hufflepuff, but it changed my Patronus. So wow, there's controversy about the new test. Like people are like, wait a minute. Like, I don't want my house to change. Yeah, I know. Somebody was joking about all the merch that they purchased and then the merchandise they're trying to get to purchase. And I was like, well, there you go. So, well, this brings us to the end of today and tonight's session. Um, we wanted to thank you again for coming on the show. I know you're busy as can be and taking time out of your day to, you know, jump on here and talk all things wizardry has been awesome. Jared, I'm glad you joined too. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'll say hi to Amanda for you. That's so cool. Yeah, thank you. Not the cool part, like I yeah, the, the saying hi part. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a dork. Okay, um, we will see y'all next time. Everybody, hanging in there. Wash your hands. Be good to each other. Can't wait for year three and three quarters. It is coming soon. We'll get y'all data soon. We can get it. Guys, have a great night. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Make sure you keep up with us on Instagram at Literary Inc. Get access to discounted tickets for Literary Inc. and tons of other cool stuff by joining our Patreon. Join now at patreon.com forward slash literary inc take a moment to leave us a review on apple Podcasts and make sure you subscribe so wherever you get your podcast from you can stay tuned in to the shenanigans that we're having every week thanks for sharing the magic with us today be good to each other Bye.